0: The Village Schoolmistress from *The Schoolmistress* by William Shenstone, from *The World's Best Poetry*, Volume Seven, Descriptive and Narrative, Part Two, read for LibriVox.org by Sonia. The Village Schoolmistress from *The Schoolmistress*. Ah me, full sorely is my heart forlorn to think how modest worth neglected lies, while partial fame doth with her blasts adorn such deeds alone as pride and pomp disguise deeds of ill sort and mischievous emprise lend me thy clarion goddess let me try to sound the praise of merit ere it dies such as i oft have chanced to espy lost in the dreary shades of dull obscurity in every village marked with little spire embowered in trees and hardly known to fame there dwells in lowly shed and mean attire a matron old, whom we schoolmistress name, Who boasts unruly breaths with birch to tame, They grieve and sore in piteous durance pent, Awed by the power of this relentless dame, And oft times on vagaries idly bent, For unkempt air, or task unconned, are sorely shent. And all in sight doth rise a birchen tree, Which learning near her little dome did stow, Willow, a twig of small regard to see, though now so wide its waving branches flow, and work the simple vessel's mickle woe, for not a wind might curl the leaves that blew, but their limbs shuddered, and their pulse beat low, and as they looked, they found their horror grew, and shaped it into rods, and tingled at the view. Her cap, far whiter than the driven snow, emblem right meet of decency, does yield. Her apron dyed in grain, as blue I trow as is the harebell that adorns the field, and in her hand for sceptre she does wield twa birchen sprays, with anxious fear entwined, with dark distrust and sad repentance filled, and steadfast hate and sharp affliction joined, and fury uncontrolled and chastisement unkind. A russet stole was over her shoulders thrown. A russet kirtle fanced the nipping air. T'was simple russet, but it was her own. T'was her own country bred the flock so fair, T'was her own labour did the fleece prepare, And, sooth to say, her pupils ranged around Through pious awe, did term it passing rare, For they in gaping wonderment abound, And think, no doubt, she been the greatest white on ground. Albeit me flattery did corrupt her truth, Ne pompous title did debauch her ear, goody good woman, gossip, noun forsooth, or dame, the sole additions she did hear. Yet these she challenged, these she held right dear, ne would esteem him act as mought behove, who should not honor eld with these revere, for never title yet so mean could prove, but there was eke a mind which did that title love. In elbow chair, like that of Scottish stem, by the sharp tooth of cankering eld defaced, in which, when he receives his diadem, our sovereign prince and leafest liege is placed, the matron set, and some with rank she graced, the source of children's and of courteous pride. We dressed affronts, for vile affronts there passed, and warned them not the fretful to deride, but love each other dear, whatever them betide. Right well she knew each temper to descry, To thwart the proud, and the submiss to raise, Some with vile copper price exalt on high, And some entice with pittance small of praise, And others some with baleful sprig she frays, Even absent she the reins of power doth hold, While with quaint arts the giddy crowd she sways, Forewarned, if little bird their pranks behold, Twill whisper in her ear, and all the scene unfold. Lo, now with state she utters her command, soon's the urchins to their tasks repair, their books of stature small they take in hand, which with pellucid horn secure it are, to save from finger wet the letters fair, the work so gay that on their back is seen, St. George's high achievements thus declare, on which silk white that has gazing been, Canst the forthcoming rod, unpleasing sight, I ween. But now then Phoebus gains the middle sky, and Liberty unbars her prison door, and like a rushing torrent out they fly, and now the grassy cirque can covered o'er with boisterous revel, rout, and wild uproar. A thousand ways in wanton rings they run, Heaven shield their short lived pastimes, I implore, for well may freedom, erst so dearly won, appear to British Elf, more gladsome than the sun. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.